the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Thursday morning and welcome in to 98.9 FM, The Answer. This is the Bruce Hooley Show and I'm Jack Windsor, Editor-in-Chief of The Ohio Press Network, filling in for Bruce Hooley. And you can read our stuff, by the way, at theohiopressnetwork.com. In fact, we're going to go over some headlines there. It's been been a pretty busy uh, news cycle since uh, you last listened yesterday. And we're going to go through uh, several of those things. Got to be really transparent, though. I'm a little tired today because I was just minding my own business at home last night, hanging out with the family. And then all of a sudden, ding, you know, you get the little notice that something is in your inbox. And uh, someone had pinged me that the uh, Jeffrey Epstein files, the first tranche of documents had been let go. And so, you know, I had to get in front of my computer and hammer out a quick report on what had been released and link to it. And then I spent the better half of my night into the wee hours of the morning going over several hundred documents. And uh, I'm only of, of 40 documents. I'm only like 21 in Alan. Can you believe that? It, well, yeah, cause it's uh pretty hefty stuff. Did it, you get to the part where my name was on it? Uh, it oh, you know what? <laughs> That's, Okay. Because it seemed like everybody, everybody, from what I'm hearing, everybody is on the list. Well, we're going to, we might talk about it, but in fairness and transparency, I understand this is a radio show. This isn't a news report. I'm not writing an article here that we're expecting you to take as Hoyle, right? As, as, as the news 100% of the time. Although we work to ask questions and uncover the truth, that is our goal. Um, but you know, the editing process and writing a story is a little different than me talking into this microphone. Nonetheless, I think it's important to make sure that we help people understand what things are and what they aren't. Uh, so at 1135, Mark R. Weaver, he's going to be here. He's a friend of the show now he's on every week and he is the former deputy attorney general of the state of Ohio. He is the lawyer, right? He can split the legal hair and, uh, we're going to ask him, right? What was in here? What wasn't in here? Uh, my my best assessment is that there are a lot of filings from the parties involved in the lawsuit, and this is uh, Ms. Maxwell, who was you know assumed to be Jeffrey Epstein's lover, girlfriend, whatever, uh, or Madam is how she had been portrayed, right? Had you heard that, Alan, that she was kind of out there recruiting girls to bring uh, yeah, him into the Epstein? Uh, this has web. been in the news for so long. You've heard so much stuff. Yeah, that. Right. that- does ring a bell. So there's her. Uh, there is a lady who brought a civil lawsuit who claims that she was underage and had been sexually abused and had been used to recruit other underage girls into Epstein's, you know, web. Uh, we were able to. I was able to determine that uh, based on the deposition, so the sworn testimony 
uh, under penalty of perjury of some people that Jeffrey Epstein received three massages per day. Um, and, and when I say massage, think massage Watson, the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns, those kinds of massages. Um, yeah, yeah. And this is the network for the Steelers. So some of those Steeler fans are probably laughing right now. The Browns <laughs> fans are mad. Now, they're mad that he's like $500 million heist. That's why they're mad about that. Uh, but at any rate, so those things – and there, there's a lot of um, – there are a lot of file uh, filings, right? So like Maxwell is very evasive in her deposition. It's very clear that uh, she wants to go to – well, look, I'm not going to talk about consensual matters involving an adult. And the attorney tried to say, well, but if there's a minor involved, if one – if the adult consents. And so there's just kind of this weird dance back and forth in her deposition. And so they filed additional paperwork to say, look, we need more time. We need the court to compel her to actually answer these questions because there are police reports. There are other depositions that go against what she's saying. And so, you know, you got to kind of shuffle through and read through all of that. But there is one deposition and, uh, you know, to me, it was pretty compelling. And uh, we'll get into that in a minute, but there are names, right? The big ones, uh, Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Alan Dershowitz, Prince Andrew, um, who am I missing? Michael Jackson, uh, David Copperfield. All of these names are in there, but I, I just want to warn our listeners. His name didn't disappear, by the way. His name did not disappear, okay. but apparently he he did do magic tricks. Okay. And I mean that in a very very appropriate <laughs> way, okay? Some of, you, some of you need to read better things because your thoughts are in the wrong place right now. Um, shame on you. Shame on you. But there's a lot to go through, and, and I will say this. Here's what I will reveal. One of the folks who did deliver a deposition said, well, Bill Clinton was known to like them young. I think that's the thing that you're going to see, at least from news outlets that are not progressive and not sold out to the left. You're probably going to see that comment today somewhere on social media. Um, but is there direct evidence that this person saw Bill Clinton with a minor based on what I've seen. No hearsay hearsay. One of the things we should probably preface with. Yeah. This is just the beginning scratching the surface. It's yep. just lawyer speak. Yep. You know, it's he said, she said in your window. I mean, there's so much more to go. This is going to drag on forever. It is but a question. that just popped into my mind is why all this? Why now? And that's probably going to be the question from both sides. Yeah. Why this? Why now? Why this? Why now? Actually, I got a text about that last night. Is this really about justice or is this about something deeper and more nefarious? And that's a great question. There have been a lot of reports coming out of Georgia involving um, one election case there where there was a group that was uh, being essentially prosecuted And we'll get into that later. But some people are going, okay, is there stuff going on with the election in Georgia? And is this kind of trying to mask that? I don't know. What a tangled web. What a tangled web. Speaking of tangled web, we've talked a lot about House Bill 68. And uh, one of the things I got yesterday was a flyer. says, uh, and, And by the way, yesterday we did announce to you that the House is planning to be back in session on January 10th. And that is the day when many expect the House to put on the floor House Bill 68. That's the bill that uh, that makes it illegal for puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and gender mutilation surgeries to be performed on minors. It also bars men from women's sports. It doesn't 
um, I don't, it's not anti-trans anything. It's, it's pro protecting minors until they're able to make an adult decision and it's protecting the integrity and safety of women's sports. That's what it's doing. DeWine vetoed it. The house is supposed to vote on it. And so yesterday I get this flyer, uh, please join state representatives, John Cross, Jeff LaRay, Adam Matthews, Kevin Miller, DJ Swearingen for a Florida golf retreat. Guess for when January 9th and 10th, 2024. Uh, full it's beautiful activity. this time of year. Come on. It is beautiful. <laughs> it's not beautiful that January 10th is the date scheduled to, to override the governor's veto of House Bill 68. So as you can imagine, there was a firestorm on social media, and uh, I reached out directly to DJ Swearingen, and I said, uh, hey, DJ, your name's on this list. You and a handful of other state representatives are supposed to be at the state house. What gives? And uh, he said, hey, I'm glad you asked that, Jack. Very happy to give you a response. This fundraiser was booked a while ago. When the veto override was announced, I rearranged my flight, hotel stay, and scheduled to be back Tuesday night in plenty of time for session. Now, so was it canceled? Other people say that it was canceled. Uh, Gary Click said it was canceled. Uh, so John Cross will not return my call. He's part of the Blue 22 and um, – you know, we, we kind of sold him out and down the river because he lied to me when I was trying to gather facts last time, last this time last year on what some Republicans did to get Jason Stevens the gavel instead of Derek Maron, who was who the caucus voted for. Uh, Jeff Luray, Adam Matthews, Kevin Miller, we will be reaching out to them. But as it stands right now, DJ Swearingen says he will be back and Gary Click says this thing has been canceled. So I'll give you an update on that when I have it. So if they're called back into session, is that just a suggestion you're going to be there, or is that something mandatory? Well, that was that was part of my that was part of my conversation with DJ. I said, so what you're telling me? He said, my concern is that uh, getting people back in time. And I said, this is a full time job. What do you mean getting back in time? You're an elected state representative. Are there people who are well? You know, people travel this time of year. You're, you're working, Alan. I'm working. Am I? Mo- Some people <laughs> question that. but <laughs> Well, when you, have, when you love your job, yeah. it's not really a work. It's vocation. Uh, and so – but here, here's my other issue is I, I wonder how many people are going to go, <coughs> COVID. I've got COVID. I can't come. I can't come to the state house today. I've got COVID. Uh, and so, you know, it would be really ironic, though, if the people who call in sick with COVID are like the Gail Mannings – the Jay Edwards, the Bill Seitz, the uh, Nathan Manning, uh, Sarah Carruthers. If any of those people call in sick on January 10th, you you got a flag there, that BS flag. You need to pull it out and throw it because... Convenience of COVID. Convenience of COVID. Uh, so, yeah, a lot to cover. Georgia election case, gun report, uh, Epstein dump, Planned Parenthood report. That'll be sh- that'll shock you. We'll talk a little bit about the Great Reset and uh, attorneys for Carol Swain. Pretty upset with Harvard. We'll talk about that as well. So stay tuned. Welcome back in. Coming to you live from Studio 4 here in Columbus, Ohio, Salem Radio Network, uh, 98.9 FM, The Answer. And first of all, I want to congratulate you on your engagement. If you got engaged on Christmas or New Year's or somewhere in between and you're doing the first thing, you got to do first things first and you got to secure a venue. 
go to the Legacy on Possum Run. You can find the Legacy on Possum Run at the Legacy on Possum, P-O-S-S-U-M, run, R-U-N dot com, the Legacy on Possum Run dot com. When you go there, you're going to see why Ohioans from Cleveland to Columbus to Cincinnati are raving about this space. Three beautifully unique spaces comprise the venue. There's a calendar there so you can see what dates are still available for 2024 and 2025. If you're looking for 2024, you better get there fast. In fact, I would encourage you to sign up for the January 27th open house. You'll get to see the space. A handful of the preferred vendors will be there so you can meet and greet and talk with them as well. But pricing is on the website and uh, so are all the rules and regulations that you have to go by. There are no surprises. So if you are looking for a wedding venue, get to the Legacy on Possum Run dot com your legacy begins here uh got my glasses on alan do i look like an expert there they are he's wearing his too if you if you don't know what we're talking about we're we're working to become part of the intelligentsia uh the group of people that uh can be quoted in newspapers and academic journals and uh other such places because we are experts at our trade I'm still working on my word-a-day toilet paper and getting bigger words in my vocabulary because I honestly don't have big words. Superfluous. There's a good one. That's a big word. Superfluous. <laughs> That's mine. That's my word for, for the day. <laughs> superfluous. It's extra. You got, you got extra. You've got superfluous. Okay. See, I'm trying, man. Yeah. Is that working? Yeah. Well, well okay. you took the glasses off, so now. I know, well, because I am going to talk about an expert right now, so this is, this is out of respect, me bending a knee to the true expert. Okay. Um, so the Tennessee star created by Michael Patrick Leahy, friend of mine, I actually had a chance to uh, be on his radio show New Year's day. They were, they were broadcasting live and he said, Hey Jack, do you want to come on talk about this governor DeWine? And, uh, so I took some blood pressure pills and, uh, <laughs> called in and gave him the update. Uh, but the Tennessee star is his outfit and they obtained <clears throat> a letter written by an attorney representing Dr. Carol Swain. Now, Alan uh, you knew who Carol Swain was yesterday before this story broke, didn't you? Yeah, I've watched a PragerU uh, video with her it was on some other subject, but uh, she is so smart. And she happens to be a black conservative woman, which makes her public to- enemy number two. It, well, it makes her it makes her uh, unknowingly systemically racist. That's right. Particularly if she's on Prager, then she has to be racist. She has to be uh, a Christian nationalist okay. who is racist, who supports the patriarchy she anti-semitic well is that not not well so if she says george soros then probably i I don't think that was in part of the but if she says from the river to the sea she's she's just exercising her first amendment right okay see we're getting there okay the rest of that was superfluous (laughs) uh the tennessee star obtained the letter written by an attorney representing dr carol swain sent on Wednesday to the Harvard Corporation, including interim president Alan Garber and senior fellow Penny Pritzker, demanding answers about what Swain claims is plagiarism of her work by outgoing president Claudine Gay. The letter revealed Swain requires answers about what Harvard considers duplicative language. Duplicative. Is that, am I pronouncing, see, I'm not. Duplicit? Duplicitive. Duplicitive. Duplicate. Duplicative. Duplicative. Let's go with duplicative. Um, Sure. (laughs) So it's not, you know, Harvard's claiming that Claudine Gay did not, she didn't commit any issue, any crime. Well, not a crime, but a violation of policy. Um, It was, it was just duplicative language. So um, 
the, the person's language who she copied, Dr. Cl- Carol Swain, is saying, I want answers. What's the difference um, between that duplicative language and is, is, is what the university has acknowledged Gay committed in several of her academic works? Is that what it is? Or is it plagiarism? Uh, now, writer and activist Christopher Rufo in December raised allegations that the former Harvard president plagiarized material from Swain's work for her 1997 Ph.D. thesis. Swain is a former political science professor at Vanderbilt and a graduate of both the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill and Yale University. Yeah, but she's not qualified. Not qualified. Uh, Swain expects Harvard to explain the difference between duplicative language and verbatim copying. Um, without attribution, whether the institution requires quotation marks to be used for the identical replication of another author's language. Um, it it kind of sounds like Bill Clinton and cigars to me now. Like we're, we're kind of getting down to that nitty gritty. Depends on what the definition of is, 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 uh, in the letter, the lawyers wrote that Swain also demands Harvard declare whether gays, Dissertation, which Swain alleges included material plagiarized from her book, Black Faces, Black Interests, meets the Harvard University guidelines for Ph.D. dissertation from 1997. How many instances of duplicative language in a scholarly work would constitute plagiarism? That's what the attorneys want to know. Is it five? Is it 50? Uh, Swain also asked through her attorney for Harvard to clarify whether the discovery of plagiarism in a dissertation after a Harvard degree has been awarded would impact the status or validity of that degree conferred. The letter gave the Harvard corporation until January 8th. And so that's four days from now. Um, during a December 19th appearance on the Tennessee star report with Michael Patrick Leahy, Swain called for gay's resignation and told Leahy that she was forcing Harvard to stand behind something that is inexcusable. So, we will stay on top of that. Um, thoughts, Alan? On well, I was answering a, a phone call, so I didn't get to catch all that. Oh, that's all right. No I worries. Mean, tomato, tomato. Definition of is is superfluous. Uh, yes. I mean, so what she's basically saying is, all right, what's the difference between duplicative work and and just straight up plagiarism? What. This is lawyer speak. This is it is. This is why so many people f- believe that you know uh, when you bury lawyers deep down twenty feet, you know deep down they're really good people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, down they are really good people. It's uh, I get tired of the lawyer speak because yeah. they they use big words to word of the day toilet paper kind of stuff, and they just dance around and dance around and. That's why the legal system gets so bogged down. It's like somebody make a decision here. Is it does it matter if it's really just one copy or twenty five or whatever? I mean, again, lawyers speak. It just confuses simpletons like me. G- give us a call eight four four eight two five five nine eight nine. Mark's on the line, by the way, for Mark. your next guest. Oh, good, good. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we have a break in a minute. Mark R. Weaver will be here, and he's going to talk to us about. G. Maxwell, because I can't pronounce her name. Giselle. Giselle. G- G- Maxwell. Uh, I, have a lo- I have a lot of questions about. Um, now, interrogatories, depositions, filings, a lot of that stuff came out, and it's important that our listeners understand 
There's a difference between those things. Just because an attorney asserts something in a document filed with the court doesn't mean that it's true. And and now, depositions are different because people are testifying under the penalty of perjury, so maybe we give more weight to that. But there's a secret non-prosecution agreement mentioned. That's the first question we're going to ask Mark Weaver about next with respect to uh, the big bombshell Jeffrey Epstein files from yesterday. So stay tuned. Mark Weaver is next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 